0: Serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com, payments you can trust. Finally, if you're a domain name investor, don't you have unique legal needs that require domain name technical know-how and industry experience? That's why you need Stephen Lieberman of Greenberg & Lieberman, or Jason Schaefer of Esquire.com. Go search for Jason Schaefer or Steven Lieberman on Domain Sherpa. watch their interviews, and you can see for yourself that they can clearly explain issues, can help you with buy sell agreements, deal with website content issues and UDRP actions, and even help you write your website terms and conditions. Steven Lieberman and Jason Schaefer are the lawyers to call for internet legal issues. See for yourself at Esquire.com or APlegal.com. Hey, Sherpa Network. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Tess Diaz. I'm executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, the website where you can learn how to become a successful domain name investor or entrepreneur directly from the experts. In today's show, Drew Rosner and I will explore how an Eagle Scout and college cheerleader built two successful businesses in college, Spent four years trying to acquire premium domain name vpn.com and has invested over two million dollars developing vpn.com business of secure internet access and Drew's favorite part, how, my, how Michael plans world domination of the VPN market. Welcome, Michael.
1: Thank, Thank you so, you so much, much, Drew and Tess, Tess, Tess for having, having me. me.
0: And Drew, we're so glad to uh, have you on the show again.
2: I'm, I'm so, so glad, glad to be, to be back. back
0: and uh, and and Michael and I had a quick little um, chat in the beginning about your background.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was it was great, Tess. Um, you know I'm excited to share the story here today. I know we've got a slight lag on the line, so viewers, we apologize in advance, but uh, I'm excited to share the story. I think we've got a great one lined up for you guys.
0: Thanks. Well, welcome, Michael. We're so glad to have you. Sure. Um, so tell us a little bit, you know, it's not every day that you're both an Eagle Scout and a college cheerleader. <laughs> and in your free time in college, you also built not one, but two pretty diverse, successful businesses.
1: Yeah. I mean, very quickly, I, uh, I was from a fortunate family. So I had the opportunity to follow an entrepreneur as a father, um, as a kid for a long time. So I got to see kind of how you put together the hustle and a business model that actually works there. So, in college, I started buying and selling gift cards off Craigslist. I did that to the tune of about two and a half, three million dollars, just buying unwanted gift cards and reselling them to people that would pay me more for them, and rolled a lot of those profits into uh, kind of building uh, the, the the first piece of what now kind of became my my small domain and, and website portfolio, and. Uh, Actually, was part of a project called CoolMathGames.com. Uh, we did about three to four million visitors a month there. There was a, a cyber squatting lawsuit that later came in. Um, unfortunately, uh, that was with uh, Vertical Access, if, if any of your viewers know who that's, it, that is. that uh, is, But uh, we got out un, unscathed with that. Ho-
2: ho- hold on. Hold on. Tell me, tell me <laughs> something about that, because I know Vertical Access very well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, they're 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 good guys. Unfortunately, we got tangled up in a in a small lawsuit. Uh, but we're able to to get out. Uh, wish that project had went a different different route because it was doing very well at the time.
2: Yeah, well, what what happened, I mean What was the catalyst, if you don't so, mind
1: saying? I'm just sure. um, there was a settlement, NDAs, la di da di da. But uh, long story short, I had CoolMathGames.com. dot uh, com. I had actually leased it uh-huh. on access. the site that uh-huh. a lot of people know is coolmath-games.com. So yeah. um, there was tons and tons, like millions, uh, tens of millions. Type of, in traffic. Yeah, exactly. So we basically grew the domain and brand off the no hyphen in the domain. So generic exactmatch.com domains are definitely uh, a thing and will work for a long time. Just stray away from uh, squatting on a brand if you can. <laughs> so
2: they actually had a trademark for Cool Math Games?
1: So the, the domain was registered several years before there, the, the, there was a three-way suit, and I know we're getting it hot and heavy here, uh, five minutes into well, the call, but important. there was a three-way suit, this is, this is and important myself this is really and another party. The other party had, it, had an, uh, a mark registered uh, about five years after the, the domain that I was leasing was registered. So um, long story short, they were 100% right. I wasn't 100% wrong. It was come up with $250,000 to fight this or move on to another project uh, and and sink your time and energy and effort into that. And that's kind of, actually, that was the catalyst that pivoted me to what now became VPN.com. And I'm much more excited about the uh, potential of VPN.com, both from a traffic and revenue standpoint uh, compared to. Cool math games. So we were doing very well. If I had it today, I'd probably be doing somewhere between 100 and 200 thousand dollars a day in ad revenue. But uh, wow, that still stings. But VPN.com is is very excited. I'm excited to share with you guys what we got going on. Awesome. awesome. Wow,
0: yeah. that's a, that's a lot of experience under your belt. Very, very. You're so young, and uh, and this was years ago. How many years ago?
1: Yeah, this was um, this was two thousand fourteen. So this was three years ago now. And l- yeah, I-, I had the you know I think just like Drew here, just been tinkering with stuff since forever. And you find things that work, and you know you're young, and you run them until the wave kind of stops waving for you, and then you move on to the next thing. And, th- and that's kind of just what just entrepreneurs do. So fighting the fight.
0: And starting with um, with unwanted gift cards, it sounds like that was all. Um, Physical, not online, um, and just with people you knew. H- how did you come up with that? That really is a great article. Yes.
1: So primarily, we were uh, we were finding all of our supply on Craigslist and eBay, um, mm-hmm. and I found eight to ten good suppliers that regularly were bringing me, you know, decent two thousand five thousand dollars chunks that I was buying. And the selling part was actually the easiest because if you actually know and. Know anything about the reselling reseller market of gift cards? Uh, you know, a hundred dollars of Home Depot is worth a hundred dollars of Home Depot to someone that's standing in the store at the cash register. So you, you know, the further out you kind of go from the cash register, the more discount you kind of bring into the equation. So if
0: mm-hmm. you do
1: it right, you know who to buy it from and who to sell it to. You could you can make money on on the, the spread there, and that's what I did for uh, about two and a half years, and did very well with it. Did very well with it.
0: Wow, It sounds like you had an organized arrangement with uh, with a team, and you researched it first or something. so you don't oh, yeah. it doesn't sound like grandma gave you a gift certificate, you wanted to get rid of it, and you had an idea. How'd you come up with the concept?
1: i actually uh, I actually had gambled all of my college savings away on full tilt poker. Uh, the summer before yeah. I, I really started doing this. And I was just like, I need to find a way to make money online that isn't, you know, ad revenue. Because I had been tinkering with some game sites, but none that were really taking off. So I got on Craigslist and I was like, what could I buy and sell pretty easily? Thought of gift cards. And then next thing you know, I'm, um, you know, running $100,000 a month of, of cards. Uh, and it was, it was great. It was great too, because I had some really good people I worked with, had a great team underneath me. Uh, there's still a lot of companies doing it in the space, but uh, just not enough money in it um, for me to kind of keep investing the time that I that I was. So it was a great ride, though. Great experience. Nice,
0: good for you. Are you still gambling?
1: <laughs> no, no, I stay away from poker now, um, and on my own merit. So, so stay away from the cards. But I'll play for fun. <laughs> gift cards, gift cards. It's my segue away from that life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, well, that makes more sense now because you're partners with your father or your father's an investor in in VPN.com? I mean, he,
1: he's definitely, I mean, he's a serious investor. Once I got to the point with VPN where I um, you know, recognized what this could be and recognized that the money I'd made for my previous projects just wasn't going to be enough to make it, uh, much less actually acquire the name that we needed to really blow this thing up. We, I brought him in and it wasn't, you know, most people look at my situation and they're like, oh, you know, daddy just gave you money and... My father, an entrepreneur himself, he's always looking for a good business deal, granted I'm his son, but uh, he, he believed in me and my track record up until that point and, and wanted to be a part of what VPN uh, could become and I think he's excited with that decision, um, especially over the next 12 to 18 months because that's when things are about to get really fun.
0: Yeah, it sounds like, for sure. So you spent four years trying to get VPN.com and... Um... Have, having trouble getting a response?
1: Yeah, that was actually um, one of the, the, the really interesting parts of the story. Uh, we had been, I had been in the proxy server VPN space for um, probably almost 10 years now. And it was about five years ago that I started, I recognized that VPNs were truly the future of how we we're going to connect to the internet. And I was just like, okay, I need to you know, being a, a domain hoarder and, and liking exact match domains, I need to find a way to get this domain. And that's when I kind of started knocking. And it wasn't until January of this year that we were actually able to successfully acquire it.
2: Can back up for one second. I'm just curious um, because, you know, living outside the US, I need to use a VPN often to access certain services. Sure. Um, why do you say that using a VPN is the future of the way it will connect to the internet.
1: Well, I, I think, um, there, there's a lot of different use cases that drive. And how, do, how does net neutrality, how does that affect your
2: VPN use?
1: So it, it's at the end of the day, negative events towards citizens privacy, no matter what country you're in are great for the VPN business. Um, yeah, so things agreed. when net neutrality, um, goes the way, you know, that's in the citizens best interest. It, it only it only pushes larger amounts of people to finding a solution that can protect or secure or keep, you know, their privacy or stay more anonymous online. So whether you're a downloader, a business traveler, um an, an expat, uh you you, you might have a, a host of different reasons that drive you to use a VPN, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day you're still needing a VPN. So it's a uh, it for a lot of reasons, um, people need it. And I think just with what kind of countries and governments are incentivized to continue collecting on their citizens and, and surveilling, um, VPNs protect you from so many uh, aspects of not only that, but also advertisers as well. And uh, yeah. I just think, I just think in, in less than 10 years, if you're not using a VPN, the, the, the drawbacks are going to be so dramatic that yeah. it's, it's going to be... It's just not going to be good if you're not using a VPN. So, well, it's it, you know you're on the right side of
2: human nature, right? And people people are more incentivized by this by avoiding the stick than they are by going after the carrot. So you're probably on the right side
1: of that. And when uh, we when we started when we started knocking on on the owner's door, Drew, we didn't know that that privacy was became what it what It's become, yeah yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. San Bernardino, Snowden, net neutrality, all of these things in the last even, even Bitcoin, you know, cryptocurrency, cryptography, encryption, all of mm-hmm. these things have kind of really just started to blossom here in the last 18 months, and we've just kind of they been in the right place at the fail. right time, yeah. So, let's talk
2: about it. TPN.com, hang Where's on. Right? Let's-
0: Um, Before we get too deep, you know, I'm not sure that everyone in the Sherpa network knows what VPN is. I I don't know. I mean, I'd be interested to know what the general populations um, understand. So VPN stands for virtual private network. And I'll say from my end, my understanding is that it's something that you get online, you have a different IP, it's more secure. So if you're at Starbucks or at Target buying something on Amazon, it P, the other people at starbucks and amazon can't see your credit card and um and if you're in panama or um trying to get on amazon or netflix who don't provide service there then it gives you a us ip or something and you, you, you just just, yeah. people can't see stuff about you
1: that that's a variety of the use case. I mean, you're hitting the nail on a lot of different reasons people use VPNs. I mean, very basically, and I think this is a good way to explain it for, for the viewers, um, a VPN is, is like home security for your computer. Now, the home security can do more than just secure your home. Um, it can give you access to websites where maybe you can't get on in Panama. You might not be able to get on Google or YouTube, and you need a VPN to uh, Basically circumvent a restriction that you've got. Uh, you need a VPN to uh, keep all of your data safe. So to, to to your point, a VPN is is an app that you you click connect to when you get online, and that's it. From that point forward, after you click connect, all of your information now goes through an encrypted internet connection. So whether you're at you know a hotel, a restaurant, a bar, your business on the go, VPNs give you that security where you can safely send emails, um, you know, private business correspondence back and forth with the guarantee that it is in fact private. You know, business and governments have used VPNs since the inception of the internet because it was the only way to guarantee that, that your information was safe. And kind of going back to what Drew just said and why it's going to become so big over the next 10 years. People, especially in the U.S. and in and, and, and Europe and Asia, VPN awareness is higher than it is here just because censorship is a bigger deal over there. But in the U.S., people are just now starting to realize what privacy and Internet security means for them outside of just an antivirus program. And VPNs are kind of going to be the antivirus of the 21st century because privacy will be something that just people start to value um, and don't just, you know, I have nothing to hide. That kind of sentiment, I think, will go away over the next five to ten years. So I hope that I hope that explains it. Um, there's there's a lot of different use cases, which is why it's hard to explain and relate to everybody at once.
0: So do you have so if you're on your mobile phone and, mm-hmm. and there's an app, do you have to press that every time before you access like your email or your um, a browser or an or another app like sure. I have an Amazon shopping app.
1: So one of the one of the things that a lot of providers are doing now is making it where it automatically connects you especially on your phone your phone's actually easier to develop that particular feature than than your laptop or desktop but yeah most providers are moving to the uh, to the convenience of you not even having to think about VPN it's just running all the time and you're safe all the time and if you want to check on it you know check in the tray and you can see it's connected but you know the, the the market is moving towards. You don't even need to think about your VPN. You open up your computer and you're automatically secure. That that technology isn't across all major brands yet, but that's what it, that's what the market's moving towards. So we use Express VPN. Yeah, is that? Um, yeah, Express is a. Um, they're a very large. They're probably in the top five largest consumer VPN providers um, from from a paid standpoint on the planet right now. Uh, they they do. They do what you need. Uh, they provide, you know, stable, consistent service that I would say works across most devices. And, you know, for most people, that's, I would say, covers their, their needs. Okay. What so, do you guys think of it?
2: Uh, I, you know, I'm totally neutral. You know, it's kind of like, um, it's one of these things. It's like, it's, you know, there's nothing sexy about VPN. And so as long as it does what I want it to do, then it's about ease of use and price. Exactly, And, um, exactly. you know, it was, uh, uh, I actually signed up just shortly before we scheduled to do an interview with you. Otherwise I probably would have used VPN. You guys were a little bit cheaper. I was exploring the your website. You're a little bit cheaper. I don't know what your service is like, but I do like, I used to have uh, which I just, I, I, you know, I, I used, I used them because I just think it's such an amazing fucking brand. Like, hidemyass.com is such an amazing it just is it's an amazing brand so and a lot um, of people,
1: yeah a lot of people sorry to interrupt you a lot of people like that name some people on the business side of it just are like hide my ass like i, I don't know if my ass needs hiding from like a fortune you know, who, who, yeah from a okay consumer standpoint from the a consumer standpoint resonates. great
2: brand yeah. great brand and uh you know they got the logo of the donkey it's like beautiful this is you know well played. Well played. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, uh, I had a point I wanted to ask you here, but I've totally forgot. Oh, I know you were talking about seamless integration of your VPN. So I have a little thing down in the, you know, in the, in the dock and I just click on it and it says, you know, I just click start and then that's it. And then I'm, you know, it's on, it's in the background. Is that how yours works?
1: So, you know, it's funny you ask that question, Drew, because, um, Nine months ago when we bought VPN.com, the goal was to actually build the technology ourselves. So we were actually trying to build out the features that you're describing kind of in detail here. Uh, We quickly recognized that unless you had three to five million dollars competing in this space is going to be a very difficult thing to do at a product level and be able to provide a product that not only is competitive but but better Mm -hmm. in some Mm -hmm. regard. And that's when we pivoted to um, very recently Actually, um, actually, I don't even know if you've been to the website in, in, in the last few weeks. Uh, but very recently, we shifted over to a model that is more of the hotels.com of VPNs. So instead of offering our own service, ah, smart. We, are, we are moving to uh, basically Reviews. a platform. Exactly. Comparison. Exactly. exactly. So we're VPNs vpn.com we review every there's, there's more than a thousand different vpn providers out there just like hotels.com the reason they rank number one organically in google and number one in the ad placement spot we want to be that kind of provider of all information on any vpn and not just a provider of one vpn and and what you know resources our vpn can provide you smart smart so you
2: know we used to own vp.net and uh I always thought that was like, you know, one of the best possible brands in that space. We sold it um, we sold it for a relatively low price, I mean, you know, good good price. I think we got like 50 75 I think. Sure. I, I don't really I don't really remember. I think it was something in that order of magnitude. And um, you know, but I, I think it's worth a lot more. Um, and I remember, you know, you should have come to us when, when you wanted to buy vpn.com. this, this is what we do. Yeah, and it's uh, funny. Oh, I spoke, I, I had the contact. I was in contact with the VPN.com guy uh, because we were trying to sell to him. I was like, you know, geez, VPN.com, it's a virtual private network. Here it is. VP.net. I mean, it doesn't get you. any better. This is it. This is I mean, it's the shortest brand humanly possible for
1: a VPN company. No, so I mean, yeah, agreed. Agreed. I have a you know, funny story for you, but keep going. I want to come. I want to come even
2: back. if you know country codes are two letters, right? And so even if you had a country code, VPN.DE, is still the same length as VP.NET. So I, I always thought that was an amazing brand for for that market. But man, it was a hard time selling it. Nobody wanted to. Nobody wanted to take it.
1: No, and and if you got seventy-five, you got fifty to seventy-five. I think I think you did well for it and and um, yeah vpn.com are wow, you gonna tell it, us
2: that you, you paid like a hundred grand to get vpn.com is that what you're gonna tell
1: us I, I wish I could tell you that because if we paid that I'd be in I'd be in a lot better position because the guy who we purchased it from he was a he was a very smart negotiator and okay. uh, he took four years for us to actually make something happen but a uh, hundred thousand is is on the other end of the spectrum of, of <laughs> for the name so, but, so- um, I yeah. think the, te- the you
2: know the question that everybody's pressing to know what did you pay?
1: So unfortunately, through July of this year, I'm still under I'm still under NDA, but I can I can tell you I can tell you we, we've got roughly seven figures in 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 the name in the name and we've the got name about, or in the development included in in the name in the name okay. we've got roughly two and a half million in in the whole in the whole project. In so whole without giving okay. explicit details, you know everybody. Yeah can do math um and yeah that's that's roughly what we paid and invested into it and uh the name without buying the name drew i we we would just not have had the uh Ah, you'd be
2: dead in the water what are you gonna be jack's vpn and you know or vpn you know comparison.com or yeah exactly and then you're just another fish in the pond Exactly. You know, but when you're VPN.com and you call up and you say, you know, you call up uh, hide my ass, you say, look, we're, you know, we want to create, you know, we want an advantageous, you know, uh, affiliate deal with you or rev shit, you know, whatever it's going to be. They answer the phone when you're VPN.com.
1: Every, you know, we, we every have, hide my ass when, answers the phone. Exactly.
2: We're VPN. When we had Santa.com, you know, we called up Amazon. We got straight through to the top just because we're Santa.com. If I called up and I said, you know, I'm, 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 you know, AndrewsNurseryRhymes.com, and we want to sell, you know, do a Christmas promotion with Amazon. They, you know, you're not even going to get past voicemail. No. Um, so yeah, it puts a lot of it puts a lot of wind in your sales. Tell me something. Sure. What is the type in traffic on VPN.com? Well, first Don't of all, think-
0: pre-
1: preface that.
2: What was there a business on it when you bought it, or was it just a domain or you know, bullshit website or something?
1: So it was actually the the gentleman who owned it previously. By the way, he was the original registrant from nineteen ninety-six. So this man had owned it for a long time and was waiting for the right buyer in his mind to come along. And thankfully that was sorry to interrupt. Did VPN exist in ninety-six? The technology uh, was around. It was actually. It was actually still kind of being built out. Mainly used by governments and, and larger. Yeah, large defense. Business. Defense.
2: Um, I would
0: and did he buy or, it in '96 because of VPN or was that like his initials or a different business he ran?
1: Sure, okay. it was. It was. So he actually had a business called uh, I believe VPNet Technologies, and um, the the company that. Owned VPN.com that he was a part of actually sold to another company, to my understanding, and they did not want VPN.com included in the sale. So what happened is he got an exit, still kept on, he, he still kept the domain, and you know, 20 years later was able to sell it for uh, a pretty penny. Another and, exit. Uh, he had, yeah, exactly. He got he got multiple exits, and and he had actually uh, to answer your question, Drew, the, the uh, his resume on the website up until 2016. Uh, so up until we bought it, this this man was, I mean, he was a smart man. He knew what he was going to do with the name. And he, he, you know, was just waiting for the, the right company to come along and, and and pay his price. And I, you know, applaud to there him. There you were. He found He found, he found his schmuck. He found his schmuck. That's exactly, exactly. I'll raise my hand. I'll raise my hand on, on VPN.com. If I gotta that's be there, all right. I, I I've raised my hand I've been
2: have been a lot of people's schmuck. That,
1: that's that's fine. hey, and that's when you got a good name and when you see when you got a great vision, you just you know, sometimes you gotta raise the hand and pay the price. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, so, and, right.
0: and not all sellers are alike, you know? Um and in, in that one you knew what you were working with and he had everything on his side the the history i'm sure a stream of potential buyers and um you know there there's no other name that's that's really
1: exactly and he knew that he knew all of these things so i mean he had kind of full control i mean just like just like what i think the space is becoming in terms of negotiating for exactmatch.com do, domains over time, the owners are just going to have more and more leverage over the conversation because they know that God stop making exact coms. You know, they're pretty much all gone and you've got to either buy them or, you know, just own them already and. Yeah, if you want a .com in this day and age, you're going to have to pay someone somewhere. So he, he just got lucky, and that was, that was me. me.
0: It sounds like you've had some real history in exactmatch.coms and have a, a definitive opinion on them. Where where did you develop that?
1: Um. So before before I really kind of got into any of the projects we talked about today, I, had, I was pretty Pretty involved in the gaming space online, and recognized that if you have a name that people are typing in—not necessarily .com type ins—but people are typing into Google, and you can you can uh, um, build uh, an instant affinity, an instant credibility just mm. boost by by giving them that search term .com or that search term .dot. I think the very first one was a .co for me. Um, you're able to create so much value instantaneously with the searcher with the visitor and and Google honestly because we had just we had figured out that Google over time if you have the right experience and the right value offering they reward exactmatch.coms just because the customers reward exactmatch.coms and they know just for the same reason hotels is the number one o- organic result you will just remember that naturally over time, and that has everything to do with your brand search, everything to do with your, your Google brand search over time. And if you do it correctly, and this is why I have the affinity I do, if you do it correctly, you can build an organic empire uh, around your name and business that is extremely protected from a lot of the, uh, the competitive battle uh, that goes along with with just competing in, in online just any space now so um, it's mm-hmm. a very good insurance policy for your brand and for your business absolutely so back to my question what, how much type in traffic did it have when you bought it type in so we were on the on the edge of about a, a thousand a day and we were good. doing nice um it, it was uh, it definitely fluctuates with the trends of news so how much how much did that? impact your business on
2: day 1 when you when you actually got your site live and you had live bodies coming into your website on day 1 did that have an impact on your business
1: this is probably the 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 number one most important thing i think of exactmatch.com domains you get traffic to guinea pig um for free and for yeah. us that traffic allowed us to test different messaging different positioning um, different homepage experiences, different um, really, our, our goal at the time was to understand who are these 500 people? Why are you putting in VPN.com? What is it that you want and how can we give you that and make um, you know a sustainable business model off of it? It started with us selling our own product. We kind of recognized from the feedback we were getting that wasn't necessarily the direction. So that feedback alone allowed us to develop a pivot to um you know the direction that we've got going on now and without that traffic we would have never we would have just never been able to do that. So sure I could have paid for that traffic and sure you know I still could, but when I've got five hundred to a thousand people coming to our site every day with an average C P C of two bucks in this space right now. You're you've top. got a business on day one. Day exactly. one you've got a business. So exactly. you spent
0: four years trying to get this domain. Did you have anything else up and running before then? Or, yeah. you, how did you spend those four years besides you know, trying to get this domain? What else were you doing to get VPN.com business founded?
1: So, we were, I actually owned ProxyServer.com. I still do. And ProxyServer.com was the precursor uh, from a vision standpoint to, to VPN.com. We knew, I knew the technology I could sell would be the same on both platforms. And we've, we're not selling our own technology, so that kind of became irrelevant later on. But the vision of Proxy Server, my, I was like, okay, if I get VPN, I can kind of pretty much translate everything over. If I don't, I can still kind of move forward with Proxy Server. So Proxy Server was my sandbox. And then at the end of last year, this this time last year, actually, uh, we got a call. And we said, uh, it, we, we heard that he was ready to do a deal. And, um, you know, that's kind of when the whole business just shifted to now becoming... VPN.com for for the foreseeable future so we had a nice sandbox in a very related space that allowed us to kind of grow our thought processes and shake out a lot of wrinkles um, without having to spend a lot of money or uh, tinkering up front when we got VPN launched.
0: So are you combining the two businesses or you're going to run them independently?
1: Yeah, I think we're going to run them. Uh, we're definitely going to run them independently. Um, like I said earlier, the, the the goal with VPN now is to transition to the Hotels.com model, where we've we've actually collected 180,000 data points across more than a thousand VPN providers now. So our we want to become the Wikipedia of of VPN research. You know, you might not know what VPN you're looking at. You might know a VPN and you want to know more about it. You might just want to know if I have a particular use case, you come to VPN.com, we take care of the rest for you and and Mm -hmm. we do it in the most unbiased fashion possible. And if properly executed on, I think over time we can get to number one in Google and that's really where the, uh, that's where, you know, you can, you can change the world once you get that type of traffic um, Mm -hmm. and that model behind it.
0: And having the exact match puts you at such a perfect, it it are. I mean, all the marketing dollars that could be spent to to prove to people that you're the expert doesn't need to be spent. I mean, VPN.com. Of course, you're the expert on VPNs.
1: Yeah, I think I think for any. Oh, I'm sorry, test to, to cut you off, but I think to that point, um, with an exact match.com, no matter what, no matter what industry, as long as people are looking for that that term. Your 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 efficiency on spend of marketing dollars is probably going to be tenfold of of any other domain. So you know I can spend one dollar, and you'd have to spend ten to to accomplish more or less the same the same result. Um, that's either just increased click through rates. That's either cheaper you know higher quality scores with cheaper click uh, CPCs. You know for whatever reason there will be platforms customers, um, you know your advertising spend that will reward your decision to buy the domain. And the great thing is, is you only have to pay it once. And that's, you know, that's it. Once you own it, you own it.
0: Yeah. I like how you say that. They'll reward your decision. Uh, It's it's true. And especially in the security space. I mean, I do believe that it's true of all spaces, but in the security space to have VPN.com, that that is just the credibility. I really, um, one of my favorite things about domain names premium domains is the credibility that they can provide in a world that is so it's suspicious dangerous. insecure um do you do you email like i would imagine if i got an email from vpn.com or hidemyass.com which one would i open or which one if i wasn't familiar with either brand would i think might be spam or unsafe to open or well, maybe porn in that one. I don't know. <laughs> and
1: then, no, to no, <laughs> the point, though, and that's where it kind of it all rolls back. If you could put your brand in the 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 from field of an email, literally, just put your domain, not even your your name. If you could put your brand in the from field of an email, like is that is that the way you want your customers perceiving your brand? Like mm-hmm. you have to, if you're really wanting to spend name, if you're an end user wanting to develop something, you got to ask yourself those questions when you're looking at spending the type of money exact match domains brain. because that. That's the benefit. That's part of the benefit. The the, the the advertising benefits are part of the benefit of that decision. So it's so many, so many, and, and it's long tail. It's forever. You just continue to get that credibility, that recognition, all instantaneously, and you paid it, again, just one day. You're, you're a service provider of internet services. Where do you
2: see the future of, I mean, you touched on this earlier, but what, 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 Specifically, where what do you see in terms of value and popularity of these, you know, either exact match, and it's probably two different subjects, but these exact match domains, you know, vpn.com is one of the it, it, it's it's the holy grail. It's both an exact match and a brand, right? Those are the ones that really those are the home runs. Home run, a home run domain is is one that is not only the exact match cars.com, right. hotels.com. Right. You know, it's a it's a brand and it's an exact match. So where do I, you I, see where do you see the market, you know, three years from now, five years from now on those types of names?
1: I think what you're going to see and you've got to you, you got you to gotta stand back and understand how entrepreneurs, when they have an idea from a project, how they look at, at, at naming what they're 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 building. Right. The, the, the time you register a name is at the very, very beginning of a project, unless you own a portfolio and you're just registering these to inventory you you're, you're going to run into one of two things i have to pay a lot of money for a, a good domain or i just register a cheap new gtld and call it a day and i think over time what's going to happen is your really premium names your vpn.coms of the world your your good exact match .coms with with type in or brand search a lot of it will skyrocket i think those will always be worth money I think kind of the, the lesser value uh, TLDs will still be worth something you know I would say uh, what you kind of see with dotnet and org or what you did see with dotnet and org compared to .coms ten years ago that's what you'll probably see um, exponentially with all of these other names but mm-hmm. I think the companies that make the decisions to commit themselves to a good quality name will win and with so much just overload of advertisement bombardment brands in your face all the time banners hanging in the back of calls this is in a feed and I'm scrolling through it with my thumb you know you got to have something that truly separates so, you and that name is what does it start to finish so one of the biggest complaints I hear from
2: entrepreneurs starting new businesses domain investors uh, I actually let's even you know focus really on the domain investment community uh, I hear people saying oh I'm scared about AI. I'm scared about VR. I'm scared about voice recognition technology. How This is going to replace domain names. Domain names aren't, aren't going to be valuable or useful in the future. Um, I disagree. I think that, you know, personally, voice recognition technology increases the value of a super premium names. I agree with you 100%. The top one, 2% of domain names, astronomical rise in value over the next five, 10 years. Everything else probably falling in value or staying the same you know, relatively, uh, you know, relative to to .dot com, you know, premium names uh, on a percentage basis. Um, I have no clue. I think we're still a long way away from you know the the, the that that mix of AI and VR and AR well, and I, all of us living in a world through goggles. I you know, I think we're still a ways away from that. But
1: I th- I think. But but what's still- your argument? The, the the point you're making there is again how do people find things? Okay, the, yeah. the, what is a domain at the, at, the, at the the fundamental just foundation of a domain? It's an address. Oh. It's 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 uh, it's thirteen twenty six Maple Street. You know that's yep. where people go. The longer, the more complicated, the more confusing, convoluted, inconvenient that address is. Whether it's a QR code, a, a picture, a phone number, a, a, an email address, an app download. No matter what, your barrier to entry to, to communicating with me is it's just like apps everybody thought apps were going to be this this huge big thing the average person uses eight apps a month you know and, it, and it's like if you're unless you're one of those eight you're none of the other tens of millions of apps out there that that people are actively using whereas with the domain i don't have to have you go to google or apple to to download this then to to yeah. sign up then to use it you just come to me you just i'm, I'm my own <laughs> racetrack and
2: that's for, I hate to interrupt you because you, you're, you I mean, this is pure gold, what, what you're spitting right now, but what you just said about apps is also very relevant. So uh, I always, I, I laugh. People go "Oh no, 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 apps are killing domains. Well, why do I need to go to a domain? I can go to the app. And then I laugh. I, mean, I, I, I take somebody's phone and they're like, you know, they, like you said, they use eight a month, but they've got 300 freaking apps on their phone. It takes to the same. It's 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 like you got to do a search on your phone to find the freaking app you want to use. No different than if you go to Google and search for the, the you know the company you're trying to find. It, it, it gets it gets to a tipping point, and you go, well, the app isn't even freaking convenient anymore. If anything, it's more inconvenient than and, and just that was going to a browser
1: of web apps. So what you're going to see now, and I think over the next ten years, and you're already actually seeing this, you're seeing a trend of businesses. Um, that don't require an app. So for, for VPNs, ironically, y- you have to have an app on your phone if you want the technology to encrypt your data. That's you. You have to if you want a VPN. For mm-hmm. other things like, you know, just a photo sharing thing, you're 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 not necessarily going to need an app to share a photo. You know, you yeah, have to do that on a website. And yeah, 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 yeah. If they've got the address. I don't need to download. I don't need to scan a QR code. I don't need to remember this. I just go to VPN.com and call it a day. And that's Mm -hmm. my address forever. So Mm -hmm. that's, that's how I kind of look at the whole app because it comes back to the address. Even when we go to voice, you're going to be saying Google or Alexa or whatever. That's that's the name. How much easier
2: is it to say, Alexa, take me to VPN.com instead of you know alexa i need vpn service and then alexa says "Well, do you want to go to blah blah blah, blah.
1: right and that's that's what it, exactly that, the more exactly
2: semantically it. meaningful a domain is the easier it is to remember say the more market share you will capture because it'll be easier to navigate to you period end of story domain names are an addressing system like you said it's very simple don't make it complicated the better your address the easier it is for people to find you, the easier it is for them to find you, the more people you're going to convert.
1: And if you're scared, and if you're scared for any viewer that's scared of, of AR or any other technology out there that, that might kind of influence your investment into a name, you own the name forever. BPN.com is mine forever. And people mm-hmm. will always have that convenient three-letter .com URL to navigate to that I spent money on one time, and I will yield the benefit in perpetuity. So if you have a good name, if you're in a good space and you see a good opportunity, don't, don't be trigger shot. Pull the trigger. You
0: won't regret it. Amen. So, so I want to hear more about this four years. Like, was he not answering you for four years, the seller? Was he just telling you a price and you, Mm -hmm. that was too much. I mean, it doesn't sound like you went to a broker over those four years. What, most things, um, you know, people give up after four years and you didn't. Um, So I want to hear the whole story.
1: So my my approach from the beginning was, and I didn't have the money from the beginning to buy the name. I knew this this gentleman had the name because he wanted to sell it. I just knew my problem was going to be finding the way to come up with the price and the terms to, to, to check the box in his mind. And... For me, when, when he didn't respond, which happened for the first two years, um, because he did get bombarded uh, bombarded with hundreds of, of inquiries into this name, um, you know, is understandable because I wasn't throwing out numbers that that made him you know perk up. But once I recognized that, okay, he's not looking to fire sell it, he's not looking to you know get rid of it, he's clearly holding on to it for the one reason or another, and I knew that oh had to be price. So once I figured out that, that price was his mover, I had to, you know, put together a package with what resources I had to come up with a way to offer him what, what would check the box in his mind. And I, uh, over time was just fortunate enough after just enough knocking on his door, I, you know, wore him down. I I like to think and just got him to the table and say, Hey, this is what I can do. Um, is this something of interest? And, and, he, he, he said no for, uh, I think the following 18 months. So got 18 months of no response, 18 months of no. And then, uh, I did in fact bring in a broker. He knocked on the door for nine months, didn't get really much of any response. And then I think something happened in his life. Maybe he just woke up one day, his wife had had a conversation with him and he was like, okay, this is what I want. And we found a way to make it work. And that was, persistence especially when you're trying to buy something that you have a, a use for is probably one of the biggest assets cuz like you just said Tess most people give up yep. and all yep. I knew I, I had to be if he wasn't set if he wasn't ready to sell it now the only thing I needed to do was be the first person he opened the door for when he was and that was mm-hmm. it that So was it everything.
0: sounds like yeah it sounds like you researched him then you you prepared while you weren't getting an answer Um, you figured out what his motivators were, um, or were not. And, um, I'm assuming you either like, you knew it, did you have a back order, a monitoring service, something that was a push or a pull Were you, you know, checking it all the time on the who is to see if he was making changes. Like, how'd you know that in the middle of this, he didn't one day become motivated and sell it to somebody else?
1: Well, it's good you ask that because when when we were in the it's literally a year ago right now actually this week it, when we were when we were kind of at the table talking terms for the first time, I knew I was getting shocked pretty heavily during that week because once he had kind of committed in his brain just knowing what I knew about the person across the table, I was just like, okay, this man is committed to selling it. Now he's he's going to milk out as much as he can milk out, and he's gonna he's going to talk to the buyers who've got the pockets, and that probably wasn't me so I actually met with some of nine or ten of the largest VPN providers after we bought the name talking about licensing their technology many of them mentioned the fact that he approached them um, mm-hmm. during that time period uh, for, for similar prices so long story short I could have lost the name and, and that that, that kind of goes back to how you negotiate um, when you're approaching somebody if you have a domain you have to have have the number ready have the contract ready and once you get him to say yes it's in his inbox from your attorney that day and you're making it happen that night like that that's time the, is the enemy of
2: all the enemies it's the enemy time the is enemy. the enemy people don't understand that so a lot of time people ask me you know like how how did you how were you so successful in domain names and literally my number one answer is speed So I was the guy that when one of these wholesale traders needed cash and they all, everybody needs cash at some point, when somebody needs cash and they've got a liquid domain to sell, they know that they can knock on my door and they will be paid at escrow in under an hour. They will have that money released and ready to go in under an hour. And there was very few people that could say that. And so uh, we got deal flow and pricing that nobody else would get purely because we acted fast we you could had the pay term. immediately you had the terms and yep. that's
1: what a lot of people don't they get so caught up in sticking no the around they get about there's the no digging, forget about the price you, you,
2: more important than the price is that you close the goddamn deal today i
1: have, want the money in my my wallet today give me the money, and that's what so many people they get These when you're talking about super premium domain when you're talking about any asset that's
2: scarce okay Each domain is unique. Each domain has a perfect buyer or, or several. And once you have the name, you have the leverage. This is what most domainers don't realize. Owning the name and getting it at the right price, but owning the name, more important than the price, is just that you've got the name. Now no you've one. got the power. else no is- are now a threat. Nobody else has it. Nobody else has leverage until you create you put yourself in a position where you've allowed them to get leverage over you. But if you've got the name, you've got the power, right? And so uh, I think most domainers forget that. I think, you know, they, they, they get too concerned about trying to get the price down a little bit here, a little you know, nickel and diming, they delay,
1: and then boom, I come in and now it's my domain. And, that, and that's what that's what happens. And, and you will exactly. lose deals if you don't approach the situation like you're saying, especially if it's a million plus forget it. There's no, there's no, wow. and I think Tess, you probably can attest to that based on what little I know about your background, just dealing with a lot of acquisitions. You know, if you don't, if you're not ready to pull the trigger on this, or you fumble the ball, or you back up one moment, you blank. Yeah. That can lose the entire deal that you worked four years on.
0: Well, in, in your description here, what I'm hearing is Suddenly he was ready to sit at the table and you don't know why you just know you persevered. You were front of mind He finally sat at the table, but then he in his head had changed from an owner or uh, I'm waiting to a seller that is the moment he became a seller and what did he do the minute? He was a seller he called all your competitors oh. um, so um, that's why you need to be ready, you need to give him deadlines, you need to keep, you thought you were persevering before, now it's really the time to follow up, follow up, you follow up. You've got a hot
1: potato now. And every 24 hours that goes by, once you've got him into that seller mindset is a 24 hour period that you could lose the deal unless you're doing doing your, your, your due diligence and executing properly. Which is why I recommend an attorney and broker if you're actually doing something on a project that, that you've got a lot of time, money, and emotion into. because. Sometimes you just, you might not be able to get to the email or the phone call exactly that time. I mean, if you're good enough and do this regularly, of course you can, but yeah, it, the, the attorney and broker can help you, the right attorney and broker can help you, you, you esc- uh, improve the, the likelihood of you acquiring the name. For yeah, sure. So
0: what happened when he became a seller? Why, did any of the folks you spoke to, your competitors tell you why they passed? And um, and then how much time passed? Because it sounds like you went back to the table with him quite a few times. Like he was a seller, but he wasn't a seller at a viable price, or what? What? So what happened next? it
1: was. So the way it went down is it? He came to us on December sixteenth. It was actually the one year anniversary of my mom passing. I say that because I believe in the universe kind of conspiring to to help things naturally just come forward when you've earned it. And it was just it was a special day. And he came and said, look, this is what I want, this is what we need, and that was it. And then we were kind of just, you know, taken back because this wasn't anticipated. This is, you know, he had been knocking on the, the broker had been knocking on the door for nine months. I was three years, so it kind of shell-shocked us. So we took a, a, a week to put together the paperwork, um, the escrow uh, information, and then the, the actual offer and terms. So there was probably between that week and then the following 10 days to the the time that we signed it, which was January 5th, so it was a little longer than that, um, there was about a three-week period between seller switch to I'm the owner. And that, again, that's probably the most important period of time once you've got him. I wish I had collapsed it to three days or three hours, (laughs) but when you're doing a, a deal like this and... Um, you have terms involved. You, you you know, can't rush it, but you need to be quick if, if that's the right way to say it. You need to be quick. Um, yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Very nerve wracking, too. You know, very, very nerve wracking. Yeah, well, I mean, to to you know, looking at it through through Drew's lens, you know, Drew Drew owns a lot of domains across a lot of verticals, and for him, you know, a, a good domain might be just a, a, an, an improvement in this particular niche he owns domains in. For me, it had been my entire life that I had devoted this this strategy and budget and every dollar that I had into this, so I had to have the name to make this work. So for for those three weeks, it was very nerve wracking, um, and then when I heard after the fact to to uh from these other providers that that price was the primary reason that they walked away these providers have hundreds of millions of dollars in their in their accounts or moving through that on a yearly basis and you're telling me you got shell shocked on, on a on a measly 7 7 figure price tag i mean
0: ben, i got how that- much you think you'll make off of each single one of them how much are they going to be paying you in affiliate links uh, they're gonna pay for your domain for you. I mean, right? I mean, that's, that's your that's the I, mean,
1: I mean and with this space, kinda like what you were saying earlier, earlier Tess, the transparency piece is extremely, extremely critical. So very you know, people who are looking for security products, we we don't need to give them a reason not to come to VPN.com. So we have to really build the correct authority. Um for, for our name but with with us and what we were doing at the time if, if we didn't if we didn't get it if we didn't you know secure it from the buyer it would have been impossible to do what we're trying to do now so the affiliate piece would have never even been an opportunity if hotels didn't buy hotels.com they would have never been able to do you know what they do for every hotel room in the world mm-hmm. and that's why for this vision that that domain name was the single most critical, just pivot point for the entire company to have because if you don't have it, you have nothing. nothing.
0: Yeah, and and I hear you saying, you know, world domination and my and the empire of VPN. And with all the love in my heart, even your other business, proxy server.net, like if if our Sherpa Network is sitting at home thinking of whatever it is that they have a business in, whatever industry, um when you think of gee what would the expense the time the energy the effort the investment for world domination in whatever be when even when you think of that what would it be i want to take proxy server.net and make it number one globally in something that i believe is going to absolutely skyrocket in the next 10 years when you think of that versus when you think of the exact same thing but for vpn.com there's this it doesn't like even, it the doesn't overwhelming even factor is gone. It what? Right, right.
1: It doesn't even begin to translate. I mean it's it's so it's so much more powerful that uh, it it you know, it doesn't even compare because all my competitors, all all consumers who look for VPNs, any partners, anybody who's heard of a VPN before, VPN.com, and now no matter what else comes out of my mouth after the next, you know, twenty seconds of me introducing the brand. You're just thinking, shit, this guy's got VPN.com. Yeah. You know, and, and and that's it. You know, I could sell you whatever on VPN.com. I mean, obviously yeah. with with good intentions, but Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: it's the, the the box is checked in the consumer's brain. And that's that's very important for a model like ours.
0: Yeah. So yeah. So what are your plans for world domination? How are you gonna get there? What are you gonna do in the next twelve to eighteen months?
1: We we, uh, we just launched the kind of phase one of of our hotels.com play. So we're, we're we've acquired a lot of information over over as many providers of VPN services as possible. So people can come to us to find that if they're looking at one, if they're looking at a, a, a few, um, we really want to expand our breadth of, of information of VPN. So going into topic specific landing pages, best VPN for China, uh, for for mm-hmm. Netflix, for different use cases, so we can really put our, our, our tentacles of the domain, leverage that, that very critical strength we have in Google, acquire all of that traffic once we understand how that works, how the model works, then start moving out into other services that are extremely related to VPNs um, and secure internet connections like antivirus, like password management Maybe even look at getting into some of the business offerings depending on how that traction goes. But there's a lot of opportunity and a lot of direction we can go. And for us, we're going to let, uh, we're gonna let our, our traction kind of pull us in the direction where, where this is going to go. We think what we've got on the site now is is going to go viral, um, I would say, in the next two to three weeks just because of how in-depth the research is. It's, we built it with Wikipedia quality um, citation of mind. So this is something that people would cite on a Wikipedia article. This is something people would cite on a forum. People would, would when I when you're talking about VPNs and Drew needs to know where to go, VPN.com is the no brainer solution that you bring up in that conversation. And that's what we designed this solution around. And yeah. for us, our, our next 18 months is really acquiring that authority to then leverage into other um, channels that, that we believe our name is a great, great fit for.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and do you have an enterprise model? Cause I'm just thinking too all the the businesses, you already said, you know, government businesses and personal use and VPN.com is something that you can bring up in a boardroom with your friends in China. It doesn't need a tra- like hide my ass probably needs a translation in Chinese or something. Right. But no,
1: Exactly, and 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 we are looking at that. About twenty five percent of our traffic is coming from a small business or larger, and we uh, we believe there's a lot more opportunity for the model to 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 grow on the business side. Just the amount of traffic we get is mainly consumers, so we're still figuring a lot of things out on that front. We've got some phenomenal affiliate offers already. We're not we're not really too concerned with generating affiliate revenue right now because we just want to really establish our reputation as the provider of, of the most accurate VPN information first. And then once we have the traffic, once we have the authority, once the consumers know that they can trust us, kind of like Google did when they first started launching ads. Mm-hmm. They had built up that rapport and that just, okay, I got I'm searching something, Google. And that was it. We'll look at the model at that point. But for us, I mean the the, the opportunity is is Endless if we nail the step one piece of, of the consumer offering now. So that's where we've kind of started. And wherever that takes us, you know, the universe will take us. So we're excited.
0: That's, that's really cool. I'm, I'm so glad that, uh, that I learned more about VPN than I've ever thought I would know. And, uh, and I think that your understanding of exact match to means has really shaped this whole space for you in a really unique way. So right. I excited for you.
2: Such a big advantage. The same thing you said, you you know, immediately built a moat around the business by having that name because nobody else can have it. You are uh, the only VPN.com. Uh, but anyway, listen, Michael, seriously, the, the information that you were spitting, the opinions about future domains, why these domains put wind in your sales, how your business, you know, was was you had a business on day one. The first day you opened your doors, you had customers coming through. I mean, that's gold. That's what these people need to hear because, you know, people are, you know, demanders, demanders I think, many investors right now are, are scared. You know, they're scared about, you know, uh, changes in the way that people use the Internet, changes, changes in, you know, who's controlling the dollars on the Internet, changes of, about, you know, Internet access and people coming from mobile phones versus desktop, changes in type in traffic Changes You know, they're just scared. And, you know, I'm sitting here, we're buying. We've been buying names this year more than ever in history uh, because there's people scared. And when there's blood in the streets, you know, it's time to clean up. It's easier. Yeah. So, um, uh, but I, I, I think this is, this is gold, man, because this is what people need to understand is that domains are fundamental. This is the backbone of the Internet. Domains are fundamental. Without domains, there is no Internet. Without the Internet, there is no domains. Internet's not going anywhere, so uh, you know this is this is it's exciting stuff. This is this is great.
1: Well, Drew and Tess, I, I really appreciate you both having me on today. Chris was the one who actually referred me into you guys, Chris Sucker so, so thank you, Chris, for awesome. that. Um, I've I've hoped the viewers have enjoyed the uh, the story and learning a little bit more about the future of VPNs and how just secure internet is the is the way to get online. So. Um, Guys, thank you so much, and I'd love to be back and share some more knowledge if you think that's worth it. Absolutely, the w- we we want to get an
2: update, and we want to, uh, you know, you're you're predicting world domination. We're bringing you back on here, you know, twelve months from now to uh, well, to hear how it is up at the top.
1: I'll have I'll have a good quali- quality yearly update for you guys. Okay.
0: Cool. Awesome. So, if our viewers um, want to ask any questions or you know comment below, um, Michael, I'll probably ask you if you you wouldn't mind jumping online and, um, and on secure. What do I say? So jumping securely online. There you and, go. There you, there you go. go. I like that. I like that. that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> okay. And um, I got my first converting on. <laughs> <laughs> ah, um yeah, so well if, if you wouldn't mind, come and answer their questions. I'm sure they'll have questions about VPN or about your your background, your exact match thoughts. Um, and if anyone wants to contact you, um, do you have contact info, you're comfortable sharing or what do you thought the
1: best way to get in touch with me, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is the is the best way to get. I get too many emails to to tend to on with my just business now, but LinkedIn'm I'm, I'm on it all the time. Uh, Tess, I think you even have my LinkedIn if you could put that in there. Um, the description for, for the viewers as well. And then if you want any information on VPNs in the future, you know, feel free to go to VPN.com and, and, you know, search for whatever VPN you guys are looking at because we've got the information for you guys to uncover.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for, for being a Sherpa for others, for taking the time to to share your expertise and understanding and uh, and really... Um, open the world up for, for our Sherpa network. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. Of
1: course, of course Tess. Tess. Thank, thank, you, thank you, Drew. Thank you, Tess. Tess. You guys, you guys have, have a great day. And, and we'll let me let know down, when, this, when goes this goes live and we'll, we'll make we'll sure make we, sure get, we some get some comments, comments going. going. Okay. okay. Awesome. I'm excited. Thanks a lot, Michael. Michael.
0: Thank Bye, you, guys. guys. Enjoy. Bye. it. Bye.